Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hi, everyone. I hope you're well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. So I'm really excited for this episode as I just saw my own coach and I suddenly came up with this idea through my own experience with this. So you may be familiar with a concept called future you, as in if you are stuck on a problem or there's a decision you want to make about the future, what would the future you do that is already successful, that has already achieved that objective, say to yourself. And the reason why we do this is our brains have a cognitive bias and they want to keep us safe. So when you're trying new things, doing new things, starting a new business, taking on that new piece of education, sometimes your brain is going to look for evidence as to why this is a bad idea, i.e. your limbic system is like, why are we going near the herd of bears? It looks very scary. We need to stay away and stay here in the cave where it is super duper safe. And we need this cognitive bias. Like it is there for a reason. If you remember things that have happened from your past, i.e. don't go down road A as there is a bear that's going to eat you, The next time you go and see that road, you remember, I should avoid this road because there's a bear here that might come to eat me. That is literally a human thing that we developed to keep us safe. The issue is we take the same concept (laughs) and we apply it to everything we think of now. And remember, we cannot trust ourselves. If your brain thinks you're doing a scary thing, again, limbic system is like, "Mm mm-mm. No, 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 you're going to get eaten uh, and it's going to look for evidence to stop you from doing that. So in short, if you think, well, I can't spend money on this course, like I'm going to fail or I can't start this new job, your limbic system hears there's a bear in the corner and we want to go over there and your brain is going to look for evidence as to why you will fail at this. And we'll also pull out a lovely list of a whole heap of reasons as to where you have failed before. And then you believe that nonsense and then you don't do the thing that you actually want to do. Now, the issue is in your head, the reasons you have come up with sound so fucking true and real to the point where my clients are like, no, 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 like this is real. Like here is the evidence. And I'm looking at it as an objective, like third person. And I'm like, these are arbitrary thoughts that you are coming up with. And they're not actually true facts here. The issue is, you know that you have a bias. Like if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that humans are inherently biased. Based on the circumstance, We will wear different glasses. We will see the world through different glasses so our brain can try protect us. So again, you're doing this scary thing. You're going to think all these things and you're just going to see all this negative stuff as to why you shouldn't do this. You're wearing like the 
the negative blue glasses. And I'm here as a third person like, no, these are all your thoughts. This is not evidence. These are not facts. Now, this evidence, I'm making air quotes here, which are basically thoughts. You have created this and they only exist in your head. What I mean by that is if you're looking back to the past and seeing all the evidence as to why you can't do this, the past literally only exists in our minds. And even then, the past is different based on other people's thoughts of the same scenario. Because again, everything like is just it's due to our thoughts. The first time I heard this, I died. Like my brain had like a 404 error. It could not compute. But it's true. Our brains are literally creating a simulation of experiences. And we will pickpocket certain things that fit our beliefs, i.e. cognitive bias. I think the only way I can break this down for you is think of a cartoon show or a video game. And an attachment that people have to something that is a fictional universe. For me, it's Crash Bandicoot, but let's use Harry Potter. Yes, I am obviously a millennial. (laughs) People are and were, are, whatever, they still are, obsessed with a fictional character, which is not real at all. It is made up. It is a made up story. And yet even now, There is still so much obsession with this story. It is literally thoughts that J.K. Rowling wrote down on a page. There is no universe in which we know of where this actually happened. But have you seen the fandom around it? Like you're if you're a fan right now, because I'm a fan of Harry Potter, you're like me telling you it isn't real. It's kind of like, shut up, (laughs) like. Like, I know it's not real, but it it feels real. Like, we almost make it real from our thoughts. People literally have crushes on fictional characters from books and stories. And this isn't just me. (laughs) Like, they're not real, but they feel real in a sense Because we create this experience through our thoughts. Like, it is insane. Think about it. We think thoughts, we put them on paper, we send them out into the world. Other people have the same thoughts around it being like, this is cool, this is awesome. And then create their own thoughts from that. And then create their own culture and fandom and stories and backstories. Have you seen? Like, there is intense fan made stories up of the Harry Potter world, like very extreme and just crazy. My point is humans are really and truly creating shit with their minds and sentences in their heads. It is the same with your past. You're creating sentences. It's just thoughts. Therefore, your past behavior doesn't actually predict your future. But the same thoughts you're using from the past do. Your style of thinking that you have continued to be using forever, you're goddamn right, it's going to create the same results for you. And you're going to get stuck 
in this kind of thought loop where you keep proving like see like because of course we have cognitive bias you're choosing these same negative thoughts you're thinking these things these things are happening and it's just more evidence and you just get stuck in a cycle and this also includes not just evidence from your past as to why you shouldn't do something i'm using that as an example as sometimes our brain will kind of look for everything and anything it's also things you have now like i can't do this because i don't have enough time or whatever etc your brain will just choose and move on to new things it'll look for new and more evidence that it can use to just prove that you shouldn't do this thing i.e these feelings feel very uncomfortable at the moment uh let's not do it like do not go into the bear's mouth that is not a good idea so where am i going with all this well the idea of writing a note from your future self is to get you to connect with yourself but in a different way. It's like creating, again, a new neural pathway. It's instead of having a pity party, we're having more self-compassion and belief in ourselves as if it would be for someone else. Again, this all, all this shit happens in our heads, but when you hear similar scenarios from a friend or a third party, you can kind of look at it more objectively and be like, well, actually... You know, what you're saying, like, is that really objectively true? Because you're not caught up in all their own thoughts, you can look at that with a lot more objectivity and see them for what they are, just thoughts. It's really challenging to do that for yourself. And this is where asking your future self kind of helps you and comes in. It's like the third person perspective that I talk about in my self-compassion episode around, you know, how do you know if you're treating yourself well versus what you would do with a friend you kind of look at how you would treat a friend versus what you how you treat yourself you can kind of compare the two and see that from a person outside your own mind it's like using yourself your future self to get unstuck i hate this so fucking much (laughs) because i cannot see myself or future me as a third person. That's why I wrote the episode on self-compassion. That was literally the only way for me to see how I was treating myself. How can I look at myself and speak to myself when I am myself? (laughs) And it's so frustrating because I've talked to people and it doesn't seem to be that common. Like a lot of people that I've talked to have been like, oh yeah, easy, I can do this. I cannot. And I'm like, surely there are other people out there who are like, how, even if you think it's stupid, just how do you take yourself out of yourself? Like I get really stuck into the kind of meta kind of nonsense in it. I'm like, but I am me. Like it doesn't work. (laughs) So when you take a problem and ask future you, you can get stuck. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't know what I would do about this very significant, massive thing in my life like say starting a business, you like, I have no idea what the future holds and I don't know what future me even looks like. So how you challenge this is you actually flip it and you look at a scenario. It can be any scenario and you say, what would you say to your past self? Now you might be like, but I haven't faced the same issues. It actually doesn't have to be exactly the same. It can be similar. Like for me, I've never started a business. 
And I was really having trouble, you know, asking my future self a year from now who's, you know, where I want to be, what I would say to myself now. But I look at my past self a year ago where I was, you know, at completely like rock bottom, didn't even know thought work, could not sit with my feelings. Like, what would I say to that person? What would I say to her? Like, this was a person who honestly thought like, this is just how it's going to keep going. It was in complete and pure desperation. And if you compare the two, it's like we're having completely different lives. I would literally say, oh my God, just keep going. Like, that's all you need to do. You just need to keep going. Like, shit figures itself out. We find this work. And I have so much belief when I say that because I have the evidence. Because that's what literally happened. Three months ago from when I recorded this episode, I had no website, no podcast. I had not done anything. All I had was a thought after talking with my coach whilst on holiday, maybe I could become a life coach. And now I have a fucking business and clients. (laughs) Within three months, I just went whoosh. And it's like, what? It gives you the ability to give yourself that third person perspective because you're looking backwards. I think the issue for me is the whole future thing. It's like, what? My brain gets too deep in it. But if you look at the past, it's almost like all those negative fears that you did have. And seriously, this can be about anything. Like all of us listening have taken a chance and done something a little bit different that was uncomfortable. And all those negative fears and worries, they were incorrect. And even if they did fucking happen, you figured it out. Like you can look back and say, yep, I did all these projects. I survived. I didn't die. I didn't get eaten by a bear. Things we failed at, we didn't even potentially fail at. It was just another learning or we got through it. Like for me, it's just even more evidence as to why like for me, thought work works. Because it was like, well, I actually never needed to do any of those late nights. I was already working hard enough. All those teeny tiny steps we took to set boundaries and work around our thoughts, which at the time we thought were shit. Look at me a year later. (laughs) We take our lunch break every goddamn day. When shit hits the fan, we organize our timelines, we set our boundaries, and we get value work done. Now you're doing it. I'm doing it right fucking now. I can say with such certainty that shit worked out for me. And if I'm looking back and giving like advice to my past self, it would literally just be just keep going. Like that's it. Just just keep going. Keep doing what you're doing because we do. We figured it out. So when you're stuck, again, look in the past. It's the same shit. It's literally... Like slightly different circumstances, the same fucking thoughts. Your brain will apply the same thoughts to it. You will see this appear with multiple scenarios. Just look at what you did in the past. Look at the choices you made. Like what is the advice that you would really give to yourself? Another key advice that I've consistently seen throughout my whole fucking life, which I do not seem to take, is relax, calm down. You've got this. You've always had this. Trust yourself. Like, I don't know if you've you've had to, like, write a letter and then you open the letter a year later or something like that. 
Um, I had to do that back in high school. And all of it's like, yeah, chill out. (laughs) And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should take the advice from my future me now who is saying this about my past self. Very weird time conundrum that I'm talking about here. (laughs) So again, I want you to just give this a try. If you're struggling with something, a decision that you want to make, look back at when you've made similar decisions that have produced the same feeling and have brought up the same thoughts. What has happened? Like literally what happened? Then ask yourself, okay, well, what advice would I give my past self who was freaking the fuck out at the time? Congratulations. That advice that you give your past self is what you need to do now. May not feel like it, but it really is. I actually believe this because I have so much evidence looking at my whole life. I'm like, yep, no, I had it. I figured it out. I always figured it out. And I really do need to relax a lot more. So that was a little bit that I wanted to share here. And look, this is probably similar to other things around, you know, asking yourself for advice. I've just heard this concept a lot, um, especially in the life coaching business around, you know, where you see your future self and what would your future self tell you? And I guess I wanted to share how I flipped it and how maybe it could also help you. So if you're like me and you get really meta about like, the future and third persons and how to see yourself outside from yourself give this a go look at your past see what you've done and if you want some help with this well why not come check me out i also hold free 45 minute sessions to talk about what is it that you want to achieve and if and we really look at how we can take this work so much deeper I have so many resources that I'm so excited to share and I'm actually currently working on a couple of worksheets as well that I will be giving little tidbits and uh, sharing to all of you who are listening on the podcast for free because I love this work and I think it's really incredible and I really want to help you guys. So yeah, look at your past guys. The answers lie in your past. Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.